This is Ubuntu Radio coming to you live from uh, the South African Embassy in Mexico. Good afternoon, sir. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, very gladly. My name is Guillermo Prior, from Mimo Prior, and I'm the diplomat, uh, public diplomacy officer here in the South African Embassy. I've been working here for 18 years, and it's my pleasure to speak with you. So take us through your daily activities within the embassy. We have many activities. We have uh, visa requests, visa applications, uh, passport applications, people who want to travel to South Africa for pleasure. There's more and more of them trying to uh, visit South Africa, not only for hunting, but for business activities. Uh, we have people whose parents are being invited there to go and visit them, mm. and incentives. Uh, uh, we have contact with companies who want to trade with South Africa, lots of inquiries if uh, we can check for them if certain companies are legit or not, uh, a number of activities. In terms of the embassy, you say you've been working here for 18 years. 18 years. What are some of the highs and lows that you have you know, encountered? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, we, before the pandemic, mm. we had a very different time here. The diplomacy was different. We visited lots of places, met lots of people. For example, the Afro-descendant community. This embassy has been very supportive of the Afro-descendant community, which is the sixth region of the African Union. And we've taken that very seriously. We've traveled through Central America uh, and several states in Mexico that have a large Afro population like Oaxaca and Guerrero and Veracruz. So we've uh, become good friends of them and allies mm -hmm. because uh, a few years ago, seven years ago, they were not recognized as the third root of our people. So we had uh, the white European, we had the Indian, local Indians, but now we have in the constitution the third root, which is the Afro-descendant community. And that's, that's one of the great contributions that we can take pride on in supporting them in their struggle for full recognition. You know, when we had a chat prior to the actual interview, we were talking about how you've been to South Africa and how you have been working for the South African Embassy in Mexico for over a decade. Why South Africa? Because like when you talk about it, you just there's just so much conviction and there's so much passion. Yes, the, I would describe 18 years of full service uh, with that word, passion. I feel passionate about the South African culture, principles, the people. I've come across all sorts of people and they've always been very nice to me. They, I think I've managed to, to decipher mm -hmm. what the South African people are like. Mm -hmm. I find uh, lots of commonalities with us mm -hmm. and I respect uh, children and women and all the freedom fighters, all mm -hmm. the people who every day do something for the best of their country and I think I've taken that banner as well. I'm in public diplomacy and my job is to promote South Africa. Mm. And not only telling people what the good things are about South Africa, but because I can cook books, I can cook numbers, I can make up things, but that's not my job. My job is my job is showing the reality as to what people are like, what the principles are like, what the beliefs are like, what the human rights are. And it, this goes from religious groups to government to very simple people, to people who want 
to come and do business with us. It's just everybody. The issue about visas. What are some of the challenges um, that you are you encounter? Um, may not be on a daily, but at times you find yourself dealing with certain t challenges. And how have you been able to address those? Or are you still seeking solutions? We are seeking solutions. Mexico and South Africa have been in, in, uh, with a strong relation for 30 years now. Mm -hmm. Actually, this is the year that marks 30 years of relations. And uh, more and more people want to visit South Africa. After 2010, a lot of people visited South Africa and they fell in love with it. And they mm -hmm. came and with word of mouth advertising, they told everybody what South Africa was like. And there's more events that South Africa is organizing and more companies that are inviting uh, our uh, countrymen to go and explore there, more trade, more tourism. A lot of people want to go and get married there, right? As we speak, there's very important people that, I mean, what I mean important is people that you see on television who are getting married and they're spending their honeymoon mm -hmm. in, in South Africa. So there's, there's lots of interest, not only in hunting and, and uh, traditional things, but exploring the South African culture. Let's talk about um, the student exchange programs. How is that going here? Because, you know, one of the issues that has been, you know, um, communicated or brought to light is the issue about students coming to the site, the, the, the language barrier thereof. How is that being addressed? Yes, there has been some actions by some uh, private universities. There's one in the state of San Luis Potosí who invited African students from different countries of Africa, and they really went out of the way, making room for these students to be there. Uh, a couple of South African students were part of, uh, in, the, in that group of recipients mm -hmm. of those benefits. But uh, the National University, which you see there way in the south, mm -hmm. UNAM, the National, National Autonomous University of Mexico, they had a program. Actually, they established at the University of Bilbao their own uh, branch of UNAM, but uh, because of uh, budget constraints, they, they stopped that. So the student flow was big, the exchange of teachers was big, and it just recently stopped after the pandemic. So it's, it's sad that instead of growing, expanding, and more things, we, we see less. We do have exchange uh, with the uh, University of Pretoria mm -hmm. and the uh, University of Cape Town, but I really have not heard of much going on in that part of exchange. Most of the things that I know have been happening uh, uh, with private individuals. One of my friends uh, from the Cesar, from the American Embassy, he just sent his son to, to South Africa, to Cape Town. He just came back, he's now studying, he turned 18, and now he's studying in Cape Town, I'm sorry, in Austria. Mm -hmm. And he went there, he went to the French school, he wrote a, a, an essay for a contest in French, he won the third place and he represented his, his school in Cape Town and he had to travel to France to get the, 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 his prize mm -hmm. from the Minister of Education. So his, his story in, in Cape Town made him an ambassador. Wow. And, and his father, my friend, he's, he's, he's the father of an ambassador because he speaks wonderful things about South Africa. His experience was amazing and for his 18th birthday, uh, a few months ago, his father sent him back to South Africa to get uh, together again with his professors and his uh, uh, schoolmates. So yeah, it's, it's, it's great. From your own observation, right? You mentioned that um, South Africa and Mexico this year marks 
30-year anniversary of this relations. In your honest opinion, how has this relationship been of benefit for both countries? I would say that the first benefit is knowledge. It's limited knowledge, though, because we still get calls. I get calls that people say, hey, hey, listen, I, I want information about this. Uh, we want to, to get a visa for my partner who's African. Or can we get an apostille for an African country? And people don't know that, that Africa has 54 countries. And sometimes they, they ask us for information as to how to adopt, how to marry in Cote d'Ivoire, uh, Nigeria, or other places. They have no idea as to where South Africa is. A lot of people do, but there's still a lot of ignorance. So how this has benefited the getting to know each other, I think the World Cup really marked, uh, was a landmark mm -hmm. that, that made people really turn mm -hmm. towards the, the South uh, of Africa, the African continent. Mm -hmm. Nelson Mandela mm -hmm. has also made a big impact, as you saw. We visited the Nelson Mandela Institute that uh, based on the South African principles and the principles of non-discrimination, non-racial, non-racism, non-sexism, now you can see that the gay community in Mexico has benefited a lot from that. Mm -hmm. That institution that we visited yesterday, COPRED, which is the National Commission, a Mexico City Commission to Prevent Discrimination, they, they have done a lot to transform the life of Mexico and uh, Mexico City. Mm -hmm. Now you can see lots of people who can, can speak of uh, 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 human rights, mm -hmm. uh, sexual diversity, and many other things based on the principles of respect to and uh, to diversity and that we got from from that Nelson Mandela Institute amongst other sources so South Africa has been uh, a life changer for us because of, of that institute because of people who have come and, and uh, spoken about that and if you see that along this street that we're seeing now mm -hmm. during gay pride reform avenue now you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people who feel free going out. Mm -hmm. They believe that they have freedom. They, they believe in respect. They demand respect. When I came to Mexico City, when I moved to Mexico City in the year 2000, that was not the case. Ten years ago, that was not the case. Mm -hmm. So it's until uh, recent years that we, we have uh, seen that change. And South Africa has been a, 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 a source of inspiration to a lot of people. 30 years. In a few weeks anniversary between Mexico and South Africa is there anything that perhaps the embassy will be doing to you know celebrate this huge milestone now you ask me I think it's time for us to put our, uh, our thinking caps we have to come up with something great because for the 20th anniversary of relations Mexican government named the secondary school Republic of South Africa that was uh, 2004 that was the name of the school Mm -hmm. Now it's called Republic of South Africa. We had a stamp that we issued as a country uh, on, to honor Nelson Mandela. We have had a, a few things, but this year we, ha we still have to do something big. Uh, we're going to do a photo exhibition mm -hmm. here in this, this uh, uh, alcaldía, that we call it. They, the Mexico City government has offered us uh, spaces to, for photo exhibitions. We, one of our, our allies here now is in the state of Puebla and she invited us to take the same photo exhibition of women mm -hmm. to, to Puebla. So yeah, we're going to do a, good, a few good things. Yes, I'm inspired and now. And hopefully we'll be invited. Yes, we will report to you, we'll send you videos and please come and cover up the, the, the exhibition yourself. 
Definitely. Now, on a lighter note, what is the best dish for someone to try when in Mexico, when visiting Mexico? And if you had to perhaps give me three names of places that are a must-see, right? Mm -hmm. What would you say? Okay, if you are in Mexico City, one of the must-see places is our, our uh, museum mm -hmm. of uh, anthropology and culture and history. That's because the, over 95% of the pieces, as you saw, are original pieces. Oh. So it's, it's history at your eyesight. The pyramids uh, of the moon and uh, the sun, mm -hmm. they're not far from here, and they're beautiful. They, they don't look like anything else that you will see in the world. There's uh, ecotourism that you can do around here. But just going to the city center and experiencing all the cultural diversity and the handcrafts and the food and stuff, you've been there. So you know it, it's a life changer. It's, it's something you don't get to see anywhere else in the world. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you too.